This is Outspoken, the podcast that's not afraid to say exactly what you're thinking. Our names are Amy, Kate and Sophie Torber. We're identical triplets, but we often don't have identical opinions. So sometimes things can get heated. Outspoken covers all things reality TV, influencers, entertainment and issues facing women. That is so fetch. Thank you. Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Outspoken. We wanted to start today's episode with a really funny story about our dad. Well, it all started when one of our OG listeners shared an Insta story of himself reciting our intro, well, miming to the intro, mm. really. A few people have been doing that now, and I really like it. Maybe it's going to be like a new TikTok challenge. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, I digress. Uh, anyway, and so we reshared it and someone wrote in saying, oh my gosh, that's so lovely. Is that your dad? It's so nice that he's supporting <laughs> you in that way. This particularly cracked me up because last family dinner, we had a bit of a quiz with our dad because we always have this joke that he doesn't really know anything that's going on in our lives. <laughs> and we asked him what the name of our podcast was and he actually couldn't answer it. Hmm. So we decided this family dinner to hit record and see if he had done some research during the week and had found out what his daughter's podcast was called. So this is what he had to say. Dad, so what's the name of our podcast? Oh. He doesn't know. It starts with an O. Oh, wait. <laughs> I think Dad's just one father of the year there, being able to remember the name. <laughs> Do you think Mum was like trying to mouth it to him when we weren't watching? I think that it's kind of good that Mum and Dad balance each other out because Mum is like our biggest supporter with stuff mm. like this. And then, you know, Dad keeps us grounded by not even knowing the name of it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Well, talking about our dad. He has sent in a social dilemma. Actually, I'm just joking. He doesn't even know that we do this. But we have based a social dilemma on his behavior. So currently he is having a few disputes in his street. And mm. it seems like a very today tonight story. But fortunately, that show is not around anymore. It has all started because one of the neighbors has decided to park their car out the front of our dad's house. And as a retired gentleman, this is his biggest concern in life. Mm at the moment and can we just set the scene if anyone's in Adelaide and they follow shit Adelaide they recently put up this picture of a Mr. Men book and they made it Mr. Mitchum which is quite a nice suburb in Adelaide and dad is the spitting image of Mr. Mitchum we'll have to put it up on the Insta story yes so Mr. Mitchum has a moustache he also complains to the council a lot and he is retired so it literally ticks all the boxes for our dad the only issue is he's holding prune juice where I think he should be holding cigarettes if he's really and a coffee I feel like a lot of people listening this could also be their father yeah so let's get into the crux of what happened as I said His neighbor across the road has been parking his car in front of our father's house. Now, it's quite funny because dad literally has a garage to park in and so does mum. So it doesn't really affect him, but it does affect him on a Wednesday night when we come over for dinner. So it affects him one day out of the week. So this all culminated in a rather explosive exchange the other night when dad was out the front having a cigarette and his neighbor got out of the car at the front of dad's house and dad politely apparently politely said excuse me could you please stop parking in front of my house now this isn't the first time dad has asked the neighbor not to park in front of his house apparently so the the guy in question is a 20 20 year old guy and his girlfriend also parks in front of the house so dad has actually asked both if they can stop doing it so it seems like they're kind of purposely doing Mm. it now to piss him off so this 
neighbor apparently got in dad's face and told him to get a life and that he will continue parking in front of his yard if he if he wishes to in front of his house well no he said he's going to park there all the time now but our dad now purposely gets up very early in the morning (laughs) and parks his car in that spot and he said he's going to chalk out the spot so it's reserved for him i actually thought there was going to be a punch up because dad said this guy got well in his face mm. i think the f word was thrown back yeah. by our father Sorry, as well. just, just the, on kate's point do you know what the funniest thing is it's obvious that it's dad's car because his number <laughs> plates say hugh 54 <laughs> well the best part is dad was telling everyone at family dinner last night and all our boyfriends come to family dinner and he's like boys i let him know that you guys are coming around and we're gonna go knock on his door now he was only joking because dad actually told us that this guy's like six foot five mm. so i think dad needs to back down so really this brings up the point Do you think our dad is right in thinking that the neighbor shouldn't be parking consistently in front of his house? Should that spot be reserved for him and his visitors? See, I told dad this last night. I think that park is free for anybody to park in. Of course, it's really annoying if someone continually parks in your spot if you don't actually have a car park in your house. Can I just say, I think what dad was actually concerned about is the fact that Someone parking at the front of the house could create a bottleneck situation. <laughs> Apparently that's an issue. <laughs> no, and he said that it's hard for mum to back out of the driveway. So we're going to put it out to the community. Should your neighbour consistently park in front of your house? And also, has your dad ever done anything embarrassing like this? I want to hear what other people's dads have done. Is Kale here today? Not here. Kale's at home of Opal. I think Venus gave him the flute. Sky Whitley has sparked debate ever since giving birth to her second child last Friday. The former Big Brother contestant has taken her followers along every step of the way, culminating in a 37-minute birth vlog and name reveal on Thursday. Soph, it's been such a wild ride for her followers. How did it all start? Well, Sky has just been so open with her followers from the get-go. She went live on her Instagram story as soon as she went into labour, and she's also vlogged the whole experience. And it was really awkward to watch because at 11 p.m. she went into labor and we quickly find out on the vlog and also through the live that Lockie will not be coming to the hospital with Sky. The tension was palpable in these vlogs. You could (laughs) tell that she was just so over it and I was kind of annoyed at him. I'm like, get off your ass Mm. and help your girlfriend. But what we quickly find out is it's not actually Lockie who's made the decision to stay. Sky doesn't want him to come and that is because Sky reveals that Lockie is making her feel as so she is being extra dramatic about her reaction. And this made me feel quite sorry for Skye. I mean, yes, maybe on Lockie, in Lockie's defense, he's thinking, oh, well, you're well enough to film this or maybe you're putting it on a little bit. But this woman is in labor. Yeah. Well, I could see where Lockie was coming from because it did seem a bit performative to begin with, especially if you are choosing to vlog your birth. But I could tell from someone who watches her vlogs a lot that she really was in a lot of pain. I do love that she started packing her bag when she was going into labor and the top of the priority list was bringing one of those fake, Polaroid cameras along with it. Oh my gosh. What I don't get is, haven't they been preparing for this arrival of their new baby for a while? Like, mm. I don't get it. You would, wouldn't you have a backup plan? Because she's obviously gone into labor late at night yeah. and they were kind of fussing about who was going to look after Forrest. I feel like your second child, it's always a bit not, not as planned. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, whatever, we'll, we'll, we'll grab the bag. Well, you're busy with the first child. Yeah. So 
One thing that really stood out to me on this vlog was the moaning. And it's quite funny because I was just watching it earlier and I felt a bit uncomfortable because I had it in fast forward and it sounded quite pornographic. Oh my gosh. I remember watching Sarah's day's birth vlog when I was over in Bali and Brandon was literally like, what the hell are you watching? Is that porn? (laughs) No. Well, fortunately for Sky, Lockie actually did end up coming to the hospital. So he acted as the cameraman of this vlog. He really did capture everything. And it was really interesting because as soon as we all arrived at the hospital with them, Sky reveals that after speaking to the midwife, she has actually been in labor all day. So the midwife said, no wonder you're in so much pain. You've actually had half of the labor already done at home. So she was well within her right to be acting dramatic. Wouldn't you feel like such a dick if you were Lockie? <laughs> yeah. I love how real and raw Sky is in this vlog. Like she spoke about how she felt like she was going to poo her pants and piss herself. She, you also see her basically touching her for JJ, trying to see how dilated she is. There's not a lot you don't see. I did say to you guys, it felt like a home, a family video that kind of needed yeah. to be edited a little bit more. I mean, particularly, I don't think we needed to see the nurse cutting the umbilical oh, cord. That, that just was, grossed me out. I think it was actually Lockie cutting it, but oh, yeah, that was really I, revolting. I, I have, have to look away. I have no stomach for that sort of stuff. I think the thing that's really stood out to me about this pregnancy is as an influencer, she is really trying to capitalize on this milestone. But I also think she wants to keep have these moments captured to keep us memories too. I do think she's been really strategic with this whole pregnancy and birth. I mean, asking people to turn on their notifications to be alerted when she goes into labor. She's dragged the whole labor vlog out for a week. She is a new mum though. Yeah, but with the carrot at the end that she's going to release the name. Well, it hasn't been a week. It's actually only been four days. So she has taken four days to reveal his name. And as we all now know, his name is bear west war so this was revealed at the end of the youtube video and it's safe to say that followers were quite divided on this name look i wasn't surprised i knew it was going to be something unusual i did think it would be on theme and let's be honest bear and forest is a pretty big theme i had to laugh in our community group someone said does a bear shit in the forest like that was the call of the day well i actually really liked when someone said like when people were trying to guess the name and someone said gump like Mm. forest gump Well, in the YouTube video, she explained the reasoning behind the name. She said she really wanted to set the record straight on the fact that she was not inspired by the Kardashians and Kanye West. She said it was actually her first boyfriend in high school that had the last name West. And I find that weirder. Yeah, that's perfectly. That makes so much more sense. I would prefer people (laughs) thinking I'd copied the Kardashians and naming it after my ex. What do you guys think about that? Particularly considering it was the ex's last name. It's kind of, you know, like Mm. Khloe Kardashian when she married Lamar Odom was Khloe Kardashian Odom. It's kind of like adding your ex's last name to your child. I don't like it at all. I'd be really pissed off if my partner was like, oh, actually, after my ex, I want to call my baby this. Like, What? What I find even worse is if you break his name down, it sounds like a direction. Yeah, Bear West. Let's on Bear team. West. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, terrible. He should. They should have gone for Wild. But at least there like, was no connection with the ex look, there. Northwest now sounds normal. That's of course Kim Kardashian and Kanye West's daughter. That sounds normal now. Maybe Bear West will. But don't you think Bear Wild would also sound weird? 
Oh, they're, both, they're all terrible names. Well, what did you guys think about Sky's decision to put it out to her followers to choose between the two names? Because for me, it really seemed like, again, a strategic social media decision because she didn't actually put a poll up on an Instagram story. Instead, she posted a photo and got people to comment. Mm. And on that photo, she got the most comments she's really ever gotten. So to put it into context, the photo where she announced the arrival of Bear, which was that beautiful photo mm. of her, only had around 2,000 comments. However, the post about the middle name had over 6,000 comments. So that would be really driving a lot of traffic and engagement to yeah. her page. Well, she's obviously incredibly clever. She's obviously thought about this for a while and thought, what's a great strategy to get greater engagement to my page, get more brand deals. Maybe she's thinking she's got two kids now to support. Maybe. Or maybe she and Lockie are just having a legitimate fight and they've gone, (laughs) let's put it on Instagram. Because isn't that the worst thing when you are so set on a name and your partner's like, nah? Well, just back to the name Bear. It's actually really interesting because it appears to be now a trend of people normalizing really aggressive animals, if that makes sense. Because (laughs) we're having a cute animal, though. No, but we're having the rise of wolf and fox and Mm. now bear. And it's really it's quite fascinating because bear is actually quite a popular celebrity name. So Jamie Oliver was the first one. He Mm. used bear as the middle name for his son, Buddy. We have then had Alicia Silverstone call her son Bear Blue. Kate Winslet's son is also called Bear Blaze. And Liam Payne from One Direction, who I did forget a couple of weeks ago, his son is also called Bear. Look, and we have Bear from X on the Beach. Wait, wait, Look, wait. I'm going to no, correct you. you forgot yeah. Nile. Yeah, you forgot Nile. Oh, fuck. I've forgotten Nile again. <laughs> oh. Well, it's funny you say that about these aggressive animals because Reese's Nan's middle name is actually Swan. And you don't hear a lot of swans around anymore. No, I do feel for Bear, though, because I feel like it's a really cute baby name. But like Reese's Nan, she doesn't like being called like swan anymore like she gets called swanny as a joke mm, do you know what i could see it being quite like a hot young guy's name that's like, oh no like bear from that's what um, i just said bear oh, from Stephen Stephen bear yeah. But yeah what do you guys think like why do you think that the topic of baby names prompts so much unsolicited opinions well for me i feel like this is a bit of a branding exercise i feel like these days with influencers if you name them something exotic you can really you know like look at sarah's day calling her um, her son fox she then launched a range of pajamas with foxes on it. it's very marketable i mean if if sky had just called her son john i don't think people would be talking about it but again mm. it drives a lot of engagement well, i read this really interesting article about baby names and they interviewed professor diane ree from the university of cambridge and she said that names influence other people's impressions of us and can convey implicit messages that on the one hand we are clever cultured worthy of recognition and respect and on the other hand that we are ignorant uncultured and undeserving of recognition and respect so i feel like a lot of these unusual baby names somewhat fall into that category that's why i think a lot of older people have issues with these names because they can't imagine a bear west standing up in parliament and being taken seriously but they can probably imagine a bear west in like a low paying job or well you could be right so but i think these days on the internet everybody has an opinion no one's going to agree on a child's name at all yeah, and a lot of people have had a lot of opinions about Sky this week. And as I spoke about, I do think she has been very strategic and clever around creating engagement on her social media accounts. However, 
some of it has created backlash. And Kate, I sp- but you make it sound so sinister. Isn't it good? Because she is, that is her job. Her social no, media uh, is her job. I'm not being sinister at all, but I'm saying with all these extra eyeballs on Sky because she has created so much attention for herself this week around the birth of Bear, she has been copying a lot of criticism. And I feel like she has been quite controversial with a mm. few posts that she's made. So on Saturday morning, very early, she posted that her and Bear were struggling to get to sleep. So she posted a photo of herself rolling her eyes and she spoke about in the caption saying how there was another mother that she was sharing a room with keeping her awake and her baby was crying and screaming and it was really you know not great for her and so Sky actually copped a lot of criticism for this post which ended up being deleted. Is it because she was mummy shaming? Is that what that was the issue? Yeah so people thought that it was sort of very mean to kind of call this woman out on a public platform who was quite vulnerable in this situation but but did she take a photo of the woman? Like how would anyone know it was her? Well I mean the woman could be like oh my gosh I'm next to Sky Wheatley's <laughs> yeah, room. Yeah and she could go look at it. I mean Sky has got like 678,000 followers. I, I do think it, it wasn't right to be commenting on another mum who's just given birth i'm in two minds about it because at the same time sky has also just given birth she's had zero sleep i could see myself getting very irritated Mm. well yeah i agree with you sophie i am really in two minds about it because it does seem quite an ironic situation where we're criticizing one new mum for criticizing Mm. another new mum And it is really important to consider the fact that Skye was recovering from birth and is experiencing a lot of hormonal changes, not to mention sleep deprivation. But it really did make me reflect back to when she had Forrest, her first child, and how much she was struggling. And I was surprised she wasn't more empathetic to this new mum. Well, what's something else she copped a bit of heat for was her photo announcing the arrival of her son. So she shared a beautiful photo of herself with Bear But people seem to think that the photo promoted quite an unrealistic standard for an afterbirth shot because she was glam to the max. She looked amazing. I have to say, I hope I look like that after I give birth. Well, I think that's the issue, (laughs) that people think that that's how you should look after birth. I mean, her hair looked like it was beautifully done. I think she had a bit of makeup on. It looked like the photo had been touched up. I mean, my first reaction was, wow, she looks good. Mm. But I really did feel for other mums who don't get that amazing photo of themselves. I mean, Mm. I feel like there is a lot of pressure to get a great photo of yourself and your baby. Like, it's the first photo you're ever having together. Hmm. Should we be putting pressure on mums to do that? I can tell you already, I'm going to look like absolute shit when I've just given birth to my future child. There will be no photos of me being taken whatsoever that oh, go on you've social got to media. Have a photo. Maybe don't share it on social media. It did make me think back to when Courtney Kardashian, when all those years ago she gave birth to Mason and she allowed Keeping Up with the Kardashians to film it. And she was like putting on fake tan and giving herself <laughs> a shave beforehand. I think we've also got to remember with Sky, she is a very extra and glamorous person so the photo doesn't surprise me that being said it would be really great to see some influencers being a little bit more real with the imagery they share because i think we're all so sick of this perfect mum impression that people yeah. give out well another controversy that has surrounded sky this week is also her decision to promote a weight loss program so on wednesday sky shared a photo of herself in leggings and a crop top with the caption my tummy has gone down so fast just from healthy eating if you're interested in checking it out i'll leave a swipe up link what did you guys think about this god i think it's so dangerous to be promoting weight loss right after you've given birth i mean i'm sorry your stomach is going down because your baby is no longer 
in your stomach. I'm just so sick of this message of how quickly women have to bounce back after pregnancy. Just enjoy spending time with your child. Like I I know that I'm not a mum, so I don't understand it completely, but to me, I just think there's so much pressure on women these mm. days. Yeah, and I'm I'm all for giving Sky the benefit of the doubt with the stories she shared on the night of giving birth. However, I feel very differently about this because to me, it's quite clear that she made a decision before she actually gave birth to be a part of promoting these weight loss guides because she actually spoke about them in a couple of weeks before the birth. So for me, this just seemed very immoral to be promoting to vulnerable mums that you need to bounce back like she is. And and I did find it disturbing because I feel like Sky was very fixated on her pre-baby body during her pregnancy. Yeah, she did a lot of throwback photos. This post was actually very reminiscent of Emily Ratajkowski when she was mm. showing her followers how flat her stomach was a couple of mm. days after giving birth. And I just can't even begin to imagine how you would feel as a mum who has just given birth, seeing this type of imagery, because it's yet again telling you, oh, you're not good enough. I feel like weight loss should be the last thing new mums are thinking about. My friends say that I look like Miss Shabbaton in that photo. I so don't. On Tuesday, Celeb Spellcheck created a frenzy when she shared a post of Mary Kay Olsen flanked by police. The post had no caption and the comments were turned off, but it still garnered over 10,000 likes. What does this mean? What do you guys think? Well, I believe it may be a clue that she is going to be focusing on old pop culture moments because if you take a look, there is also a highlight up on her page, which is called the Oz Pop Culture Highlights. And they are, of course, when she went back through about 10 years of of nostalgic memories about all these pop culture moments. Some people are actually saying that this is in response to Shameless's Scandal podcast, where they're going back and looking at pop culture moments and that she might be a bit pissed off that they've taken her idea. Really? I don't think that's the case at all. She always uses shots of celebrities from 2010, that kind of era. And it's obviously a picture of Mary Kate being flanked by police. I think she's saying she's just out of trouble. Like she's coming Mm. back. Like this is her big comeback. She also shared a photo on Wednesday of Eminem, again, with no caption and the comments turned off. Mm. And it's got some people in our community hypothesizing. And I kind of liked some of their ideas. So someone wrote that potentially she shared a picture of the Olsen twins because it could be in reference to that amazing movie, New York Minute, saying that, you know, Celeb Spellcheck's going to be back in a brief span of time, so in a New York Minute. And then someone else pointed out that Eminem took a hiatus. And also Mm. there's that that amazing song, Guess Who's Back. Now, Mm. that's just, I mean, I posted that on our Instagram story (laughs) when I saw her initial post because that's all I could think about. So Mm. I think she's back. She's a bloody genius drip feeding us all these clues. I'm I'm living for it. I suppose we just need to think about what capacity she's actually back in. And I think her turning off the comments points to potentially maybe watering the page down in terms of, you know, just pointing out spelling errors or talking about nostalgia. I think she's trying to cover her ass by turning the comments off. Yeah. Moving on, and Baby Watch continues for Steph Claire Smith, who at the time of recording is 40 weeks and three days pregnant. So Steph has taken a bit of a hiatus from social media for the past couple of days, but was back on Thursday to promote Kick's new program. Kate, what is this new program about? 
Well, Steph and Kik were teasing it a little bit because this was on the weekend where everyone was sort of watching to see if she was going to give birth. And they were saying that something exciting is coming. And a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, is Laura Henshaw also pregnant? However, that is not the case. They are releasing a new program called Kick Bump. So the program has been created for pregnant women as well as new mums. And it is backed by Steph's personal physio, Ash from Women's Life Physio. And there were a lot of mums out there that were really excited by the program and I thought this was a perfect marketing opportunity particularly to release it in the week that everyone is watching Steph to find out if she has given birth. I love it Kate because you're always sold on everything that Steph Claire Smith does but just playing devil's advocate what makes this different to Sky Wheatley promoting a weight loss product? Well personally for someone who has used the program before it really is backed by professionals and I feel the fact that Steph's personal physio is involved in the program and ensuring that it is safe for pregnant women. Well I'm sorry but it is a safe program for women to use it's not focused on weight loss it's focused on moving your body in a safe way. Mm. Well they do say that this program is meant to empower women and meant to get them back moving their bodies it doesn't seem to focus on extreme weight loss as oh, you said and it's definitely not about oh look this is my postpartum body it's yeah. very much as you said moving your body feeling good again well i suppose also it's marketed at doing something for yourself it's not all based on looks it will be really interesting to see how steph does handle showing off her body after the baby arrives i don't know i think you think i'm making a really big mistake don't you Yeah, I I do. Let's get into the reality wrap and the trailer for the new series of The Hills New Beginnings has dropped and it looks sensational. I am so excited about this. I saw it shared on Facebook that it was out in May and I Mm. had to text Reese's mum because she is addicted to this show. Do you know when it's going to be on? Like, do we get it the same time as the US? Well, it's May 12th that it comes out. And so season two will see the cast reunite following the easing of COVID restrictions in California and all the favorites are back from the first series minus Misha Barton. honest she wasn't really bringing that much i'm glad we saw a little bit of her but i'm really keen for the fact that Kristen cavalieri is back well she definitely is the huge draw card for this series we saw her return a couple of years ago when she replaced lauren when of course lauren moved on and got married and everything else and was too big for the show to be honest though i hated that i i feel like the hills went downhill when no pun intended when Kristen returned because Lauren was so much better. Yeah, but it was very fake by the time Kristen returned. Mm, But Kristen's returning after she's just split from her husband, Jay Cutler. So it's going to be really interesting to see. Is Kristen going to be dating new guys? Do you think she'll hook up with Brody? Because Brody's also split from his wife, who was also on the show, Caitlin Carter. So she's actually famous for hooking up with Miley Cyrus after she announced her split from Liam Hemsworth. I don't know if you guys remember this, but Brody took a swipe at Caitlin online So Brandon Lee, who is the son of Pamela Anderson and another castmate on the hills, he shared the photo of Miley and Caitlin kissing. And Brody wrote under the post, watch out, pics of Liam and I holding hands on the beach coming soon. And Miley responded, go take a nap in your truck and cool off. Hashtag hot girl summer. Look, I actually (laughs) like that exchange. I don't think it's so much him taking a swipe. I think they're all taking the piss out of it. Yeah. Well, what's I do love, sorry. I do love that Miley tags at hashtag hot girl summer. Like that's (laughs) just bloody hilarious. Well, what's really interesting is Spencer Pratt's sister, Stephanie, has hit out at Caitlin, implying she was only using Brody for his fame. She told Cosmopolitan, I'm not going to say she's a clout chaser, but she had 95 followers before she started dating Brody, then became an influencer. 
that's a bit rich coming from Stephanie Pratt, who's only on the show because her brother is Spencer and then went on Made in Chelsea. Like, yeah. she's been chasing a lot of clowns. I'm sorry, the whole cast is chasing clown on yeah, that show. Yeah. Well, I do actually love the inclusion of Stephanie and Spencer because they always bring so much drama to the hills. Spencer also told Cosmo that Caitlin and Brody are pathological liars and he claimed that both had pretended to be married for 12 episodes of the hills when they were merely boyfriend and girlfriend who slept with other people. I love that he is still shopping these stories around to the media because we will, of course, remember on the second series of The Hills when he shopped around Lauren and Jason's supposed sex mm. tape. Like, he stirred that whole thing up. Yeah, Do you but- know what I love? I love that you actually think that Spencer's acting independently. Don't you think that MTV are, like, pushing these interviews yeah, and sorry, creating I think them? He's a bit, I think he no. was acting independently. Yeah, but to be fair, the whole open relationship that Brody and Caitlin has was a storyline in the yeah, first series. This is all very manufactured. I mean, I actually do think Spencer and Heidi were causing shit with the sex tape, but I think this is all very manufactured, particularly because they're not even friends anymore. They literally like bring them together and be like, oh, hey, you guys haven't seen each other for 10 years. Yeah, but I don't know if it is actually fake what Spencer's saying, because it's come out that Brody and Caitlin were never actually legally married. Yeah, I'm not saying it's fake, but I'm saying they're spinning the drama in the media to create hype over the hills, and I'm living for it, but I'm just saying... Well, another interesting point of the trailer was it showed Audrina saying that she and Brody had shared a kiss. What do you guys think about that? Do you think they'd be a good couple? Look, for someone who has watched all of the series of The Hills recently, there was obviously a lot of sexual tension between Brody and Audrina. I do feel like they're just trying to rehash these relationships over and over again, particularly because they brought Justin Bobby back yeah, in if, Series 1 of If it. he's coming back again for Series he 2... Is. Oh, my oh. God. He's clearly going to rekindle some bullshit with Crystal, no, which that, is so manufactured. Well, sorry. Oh. Can you, do you guys know how old Justin Bobby is? I'm guessing mm. 35. 35. He's 39. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. And in the trailer, he's like to his dad, oh, I'm finally ready to start talking about settling down with a, <laughs> with a wife and a child. It's like, you're 39. Yeah. I actually love the fact that we are following people in their 30s lives because I am so over this whole discussion this whole narrative that your life ends at 30 i'm Mm. sorry it begins at 30 everyone very much so now moving on a 35 year old perth twins anna and lucy dechenk are set to star in a u.s reality show called extreme sisters now for those who haven't heard about anna and lucy they're the sisters who are well known for sharing a really close bond so much so that they've each spent two hundred and fifty thousand dollars on matching plastic surgery they also share a boyfriend that's disgusting i'm sorry so they've been in this joint relationship for the last 10 years that and is they so wrong i know and they said if it was legal they would both marry him so i know this sounds weird but how do you guys think we'd go sharing a boyfriend uh well i don't think that would go very well at all i think we have <laughs> shared on this podcast before that we did have a crush on the same guy back when we were 20 and that was a really big learning curve for us and mm. i think that we would never make that mistake again I, the whole thing is weird can i just put it out sorry there? we never like nothing ever happened though, no no so, this was yeah. an unrequited crush mm. I just want to put it out there because there's a lot of weird twin documentaries out there that paint all twins to be, you know, talk in the same, you know, the same, same sentences time. or we'll do the same jobs. Like can't can't be away from each other. So, you're saying this while we're all talking on a podcast and interrupting each other. <laughs> we're like, study journalism. No, but I'm just saying like this this narrative about them being twins being the same person is so wrong and it makes me feel sick to my stomach seeing these documentaries you know what it makes me feel really uncomfortable because reese's family had watched australian story and there were these twins on there that all work at a bird place and mm-hmm. they they called themselves the twinnies and they talked in unison and they shared like bunk beds yeah and it really f- what's wrong I, with that 
<laughs> well, these these sisters, the Perth sisters, they said that they actually suffer from separation anxiety if they're apart. And so they actually, they measure out the same amount of food to ensure they're eating the exact same calories. And they also said that they go to the toilet with each other and they shower together. Can I just say, who is this sick individual that is going out with both of them? Because there is something... Very oh, no. often. Well, he's going to be in the show. So they actually, this show oh, is going to be gosh. sensational. It's going to detail how this relationship works. Do you know what? I more actually judge the twins in this situation yeah. because I think there are a lot of guys out there that may be into this scenario. But the the girls are choosing to do about it. me sharing a boyfriend with you and god knows what goes on behind closed doors in this situation <laughs> actually makes me feel physically ill well there's another set of twins in this extreme sisters show and their names are Brittany and brianna and they're from the u.s and they've married twin brothers jeremy and josh oh, that's quite cute so the sisters now have the same married name oh. and they live in the same house but they're quick to tell people that they don't share a bed like all four of them and they don't swap partners do you know, do you know what i love some of these questions that you get when you are a multiple birthday. Oh, does your partner ever get you mixed up? Well, I bloody hope not. Can mm. I just say, where was our invite to be on this show? Yeah, I'm like a bit hurt. I'm, I'm not like, hurt. They're only choosing people that are extremely weird to be yeah. on here. I don't think these last two are extremely weird, though. I think that they've just happened to meet twin brothers. They marry twin brothers yeah. and live in the same house. Oh, I thought they lived next door. Like, I thought no. there was a cute situation of, like, matching houses <laughs> and, they and had, stuff. And they got married on the same day in a joint wedding. Oh, that happened oh. on maths once. I think that's quite cute. Do you know what? At least save save on the bill. Yeah, yeah. actually, Dad would love that. Did they it. did they wear identical dresses? I'm guessing. I'm not sure. I think you have to Hold watch on. the show. Hold on. Why are we just saying that the twin women are weird? The twin mm. boys are obviously weird as well. Well, yeah. it's called Extreme Sisters, so we're focusing on the women in the story. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well if anyone's got any twin or triplet questions, maybe we've got to start a thread. Maybe we've got to debunk some of this weird mm. shit that's being thrown mm. out at the moment of yeah. this show. I'll put it out there. We do not feel each other's pain. That's a common one that we um, get. We. Do we don't share, share a boyfriend. Yeah. I think that would be one of the fun. Oh, we just I spoke at the same time. I was going to say that at the same time as you, oh, Sophie. Oh, such a weird, freaky triplet moment. Sorry, I need to go to the toilet. So will you guys come to the toilet with me? No. <laughs> well, I think on that note, that's all we've got time for today. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you have an amazing weekend. We also just wanted to say a big thank you to all of those lovely people who have left us wonderful reviews over the past couple of weeks. We've really, really appreciated it. And if you haven't, we'd love if you could go and leave us a five-star review because it truly does help out our podcast so much and if you want to join in the conversation please join our facebook community which is outspoken the podcast community yeah and follow you us get on- that wrong every week know, it's that right outspoken the podcast community i think sophie needs to always be the one yeah, yeah i'm gonna that. throw off to that because anyway and also follow us on instagram at outspoken underscore the underscore podcast